Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrowcom slash ACAST. That's burrowcom slash ACAST. burrowcom slash ACAST. You know when you're introducing a new world title that people are inevitably going to see as a secondary prize on account of the other champion in the company being one of the best ever? You should probably do everything in your power to make it not seem like a B-level belt. Well, not if you're Triple H, apparently. Hello there, my very good friends. I'm Andy from What Culture, and these are the 10 absolute worst wrestling moments of 2023. Just a quick note, these will be entirely kayfabe, based on what happened on screen and not what happened off screen. So with that in mind, number 10, WWE bury the lead and bury the new title. The way WWE introduced the World Heavyweight Championship brought back a feeling that the power was well and truly gone. Triple H looked a sorry figure during his April presentation of the belt, simultaneously trying to bury Roman Reigns for being a part-timer and put him over as the smartest guy in the company. It was impossible to take the new belt as anything other than a trinket, a consolation prize, even though inaugural champion Seth Rollins began a quest to earnestly legitimize it over the summer. The jury is still out on the belt's value, particularly when you could argue that it's not even the top championship on Raw these days. But the World Heavyweight title's reveal was a lame moment in what has been a great year for WWE. But what do you guys think of the World Heavyweight title? Is it still a consolation prize or has it made it to the top? Let me know in the comment section below. Number 9. Adam Cole and Chris Jericho wet the bed Double or Nothing 2023 is typically considered among the weaker AEW pay-per-views that have ever happened, with a series of gimmick matches doing more to dilute one another than pay off the various storylines feeding into them. Adam Cole versus Chris Jericho was a victim of this excess, and a primary reason for the disdain. The supposed blood feud descended into parody as the contest became a tonal nightmare, much like a bad Marvel movie, and a protracted and unconvincing mess. Easily the worst singles match of either man's pay-per-view career in AEW, and considering it happened so soon after Jericho had had a magic plunder brawl with Roderick Strong, on Dynamite, it makes you wonder what the hell happened. <laughs> Speaking of which, number eight, Shane McMahon's return. Sorry guys, the video title is pure clickbait. This entry is obviously the best, not the worst. But in an effort to keep this list kayfabe, making his first appearance since being fired by his own dad, Shane returned to be the second opponent for The Miz in as many nights, generating a nice pop that would probably have at least justified the match had everything gone to plan. It did not go to plan. Shane still got it, proclaimed Michael Cole gleefully as the match kicked off, but it was over before he could even complete the sentence. Shane fell awkwardly on a leapfrog, tore his quad, and lay in agony as The Miz improvised a mini-match with Snoop Dogg instead. I hope Shane's recovering okay because he's an older guy now, he's not in his 20s anymore, but I'm, I'm sorry man, this was just kind of funny. 
He's a billionaire. He can take it. Number seven, Powerhouse Hobbs joins QTV. Will Hobbs was a monstrous force in Team Taz back in the day, but when that group naturally dissolved, the last thing he needed was to be cast as a heater for another crew twice. Now, the jury remains out on how Powerhouse will fare in the Don Callis family, but one thing's as good as certain, it can't be any worse than when he was inexplicably paired with QT Marshall. After initially helping Hobbs defeat Wardlow for the TNT title, Marshall completely downgraded the big man's aesthetic via the cynical and lazily executed stable QTV. Powerhouse Hobbs had shown plenty of personality and endless fire in Team Taz, but neither were on show in a stable that appeared to be a favorite for an IRL backstage producer. It kind of sucks, and it sapped Powerhouse's threat level, so here's hoping he can get that back. Number six, Roman Reigns versus Jey Uso bleeds the story dry. At the time of recording, Roman Reigns has wrestled 11 matches in 2023, but it's not just a fantastic contract that preserves both his body and his aura. Roman has transformed the way he works, turning energetic hybrid main events into evocative slow burners through rivalries with the likes of Sami Zayn, Cody roads and the Usos, resulting in full arenas and packed stadiums full of people living or dying by the baby faces in question. Sadly, SummerSlam only brought the latter, and with it a further realization that the bloodline should have gone out on top at WrestleMania 39 rather than spending another year trying to extract gold from decisively bronze material. The only reason left for the stable to continue was to strap up a certain American nightmare come WrestleMania 40. Number 5. Paul White completes a weird quartet. Tall Paul became a totem for AEW creative complaints in November, when he appeared on the Dynamite stage and stood tall as Kyle Fletcher ran into his fist. White's 2021 hire was a weird one, but even then, he was used sparingly. He was a man who talked about other men, quite literally, in the commentary booth on the YouTube shows. Two years later, he became a featured player. As the fourth man joining Kenny Omega, Chris Jericho, and Kota Ibushi against the Don Callis family, White was perceived as a veteran too far. Just one week after Ric Flair's debut, AEW felt as far away from its initial mission statement as it ever had. White hasn't been the only symptom of that, but he was fittingly the biggest. Number four, the brochachos jump the shark. It's always sad watching a joke run all the way out of steam, which happened when Adam Cole and Roderick Strong's strange bond created some of the worst television of the year over in AEW. Whatever was supposed to go down with Cole and MJF after Grand Slam 2023 was parked when Cole was injured. But the follow-through was kind of whack, and it really soured audiences on the showdown between Cole and MJF before Cole was even out of surgery. Roddy Strong had been a joyously dumb addition to MJF seemingly using his devilish powers to corrupt the nicest wrestler in AEW. By the time we were watching slow-motion shots of peanut butter being spread on bread, however, the entire bit had gone to hell. And please, if anyone out there has invented an automatic mute function that will kill my TV volume the moment someone shouts, Adam, please let me know. I'm dying over here. Number three, the Raw after WrestleMania. He's gone now, thankfully, but Vince McMahon's brief return to creative power in WWE was a grim reminder of the way things used to be before, you know, he resigned in disgrace and Paul Levesque made it good again. Tearing the Raw after WrestleMania to pieces and rewriting it mere hours after promising on live television that he wouldn't be in the weeds 
Vince's creative comeback was a gut punch. Out of nowhere, his awful ideas were everywhere again, poisoning just about everything that seemed healthy without him. It didn't last, but Cody Rhodes pathetically falling to the floor as WrestleMania weekends concluded made the infection look like it was back and worse than ever. Number 2. Cody Rhodes Doesn't Finish the Story The most divisive and debated storyline moment of 2023 had as much to do with the reality of a billion dollar takeover as it did the fantasy escapism that wrestling is supposed to be. Cody Rhodes was a hot babyface like few others. He simply had to finish the story, but he failed. As arguments raged over how much adversity the character had faced, things were happening behind the scenes with even bigger ramifications than a title change. Vince McMahon was unretired and overseeing a sensational sale of the organization, culminating in WWE merging with the UFC and becoming TKO. The stability of Roman Reigns on top was seemingly enough to trump the fantastic WrestleMania story, and audiences were made to wait another year. Boy, if it doesn't happen at WrestleMania 40, we're gonna have some words. And at number one, the continued death of AEW's women's division. This isn't a moment itself, but the constant shortcutting and undercooked storylines dictating the AEW women's division remain a major source of frustration every single week, resulting in countless instances revealing the absolute worst of AEW's creative process. The death of the ranking system hurt much of the booking patterns that used to carry AEW, but when the belts are virtually the only things in the entire division that get stories, the lack of direction can only only result in dry outcomes. Ruby Soho once got a title shot this year by doing the I want a belt hand motion. That's all it took. Tony Storm got over huge with her new timeless persona, but rather than take the opportunity to tell two stories at once, AEW threw it all together and put her back in the title picture to pad time between pay-per-views. And random four-way matches acting as shortcuts for actual storytelling have been reframed as some kind of fake company tradition, when in reality there's no bigger tell than powerful people who simply don't give a toss. Dynamite failed to break its one match per week streak in 2023, at least at the time of recording, and even the lowest bar hasn't been cleared. Now, asking for change feels futile, and plenty of viewers seem to have glumly accepted the unchanging reality of the AEW women's division and the way it's probably going to be forever, despite how talented these people are. Up in Andy, and I'll see you later. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. 
And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. 